Dove Patches by Kristen Holloway Chapter 2 My heart is racing and I can't breathe. I'm gasping for air and grasping for someone to hold me. You're fired. We're very disappointed in you. A sea of faces watch over me, laughing. Women are chanting, You're fired! You're fired! You're fired! I'm clawing through the faces of unknown women I've never met before, all judging me, all hating me. Leave me alone. I sprang out of bed in tears, leaping onto anything cold to soothe my heated body. Lost your job, huh? I didn't want to answer. I didn't want to give in. Go away. I whimper, trying to grab the cool metal base of a nearby office rolling chair. Please, go away. Crying won't help me, but I'm already exhausted. I'm hoping you'll come to me, but I'm trying to figure out everything on my own again. Then it all fades to black. When I awoke in the morning, I felt insecure. I grabbed myself and stayed in fetal position, slowly rocking. I managed to pull myself out of bed only to find food down the street at a local juice bar called The Juice Parlor. If you have a chance, I'd highly recommend you check them out. I stared through my car's window out into the abyss and began to meditate about what you told me about the enemy. He only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I hadn't realized he was around me this whole time. I had mistaken him as a friend. I fired at my laptop to see what was happening around me, but I got sidetracked as my eyes fell upon an old video of mine. Dove Patches. It tickled me. I remembered that video. You gave me the idea a while ago when the original Dove ad came out about the beauty patches and how they are a placebo for women. They thought that by wearing these patches for a few weeks, they would grow in their beauty and self-confidence. I thought I could create my own spin to it. Of course, I'm an actress and also a goofball, so it was easy for me to construct the perfect spoof. I even threw some characters in the mix. Hence, I added a boy to show that men are affected by beauty standards and self-confidence as much as women are. The other characters are people I've created out of pure imagination to test out accents and such. I watched the video carefully, and with peace, I understood that it was okay to enjoy my artwork. I hope you enjoy it too, wherever you are. Beauty patches are a figment of our realities. It's not up to a patch or anything to determine your self-worth. I've learned this the hard way. Allow me to explain how I've developed my self-worth. Self-worth 101. All my life, I've been bombarded with the media telling me what was beautiful. All I wanted in my life was to look like the girls in the magazines. I scanned my eyes over their perfect features, square jaws, almond eyes, and flawless faces. I didn't look like them. I want to be a model. Okay, you can when you're out of my house. Mom, please, I want to move to California and be a model like them. I flashed her the cover of a Cosmopolitan, and she laughed at me. You are Miss Hollywood. My mom had great intuition. It was when I turned 11 that I remember when I wanted to become a woman. It was when my friends started picking on the way I dressed in my favorite grandma sweaters with a cute brown bear on the front. It wasn't hip anymore. Come on, Kristen, you have to stop wearing those sweaters. You won't get Kellen to notice you that way. Kellen Corley. 
That's the name that played harps in my ears. He was gorgeous, and all the girls in my grade knew it. We all liked Kellen. We wanted to be his girl, but Kellen liked the older girls, the girls who dressed provocatively and who smelled of too much perfume. If I wanted to have anything to do with him, it was time things needed to change. What do you think? My best friend at the time was Candace Organ. She was a shy and timid girl, a little older than me, but with a matching personality to mine. We met each other in the sixth grade gym class, and ever since then we were inseparable. I like it. She smiled at me, but I thought I looked silly. I had two white lines smeared across my eyelids that acted as my makeup. I was wearing high heel Air Force Ones, white skinny jeans, and a light blue and white shirt with the number 87 on it. I think it was 87. It was a long time ago. Do you think he'll like it? Maybe. He does have a girlfriend, you know. Yes, he did have a girlfriend, but he didn't know what he was missing yet, or so I thought. A little later in the day, it was my time to walk by him in the cafeteria. I thought I was the shit. My legs almost buckled beneath me. I wasn't used to wearing high heels. Honestly, the heels were wearing me. When I passed Killen's table, he didn't look up at me. He was busy looking at his girlfriend to even notice me. All that work for nothing. Even though a few boys did notice me, it felt like nothing because he was the only one that mattered. What's wrong with me? I wish it stopped there. I stand staring at myself in the mirror, a thick line of blood oozing out of the wound. I was bitten. That's what you get for getting all up in some strange dog's face. My mom's words came down hard on me. I quickly wiped the blood that wouldn't stop dripping down my face. My insecurity was rising. Mom, please stop. She had that way about making me feel worse than I already felt. Just apply pressure and I'll give you something to disinfect it. Do you know if the dog had all of its shots? The fear of rabies entered my mind. No, no. That was uncommon. I mean, he was a house dog for Pete's sake. They would have known if he had rabies or not. Yes, I just got a little too close. I wasn't thinking clearly. He clearly growled and I should have stepped away when I heard him the first time. I placed a cold rag over the wound between my eyes. I kept checking to see if the bleeding had stopped, but the blood seemed endless. I'm going to be scarred for life. The healing process is a funny thing. I read about how much time skin takes to heal and what happens with different scar tissues. See, in my case, my scar tissue rose, creating a bump in the center of my face. It was horrifying. I tried everything in my power to push it down so it wouldn't look like a huge zit on my face. It took weeks. Weeks of painful torture and me cutting my face open over and over. I wanted to look normal. Instead, I looked like a beast. Every chance I got to look in the mirror, I would cry. This is the new me. I was scarred. Modeling wasn't even a question anymore. Models are beautiful and flawless. I was broken. I kept thinking about how my scar would show up on camera. I would examine each and every picture of me only to see the scar staring up at me. It was like I was the only one who saw it. I began to apply heavy makeup and relied strongly on it. No one was going to see me without my makeup and my hideous scar. No one. What are you talking about? I don't see anything. I don't want to point it out because you'll see it. If I don't see it, then you're good. But she didn't understand. The scar ran my life for so long. My beauty was based off my scar. After two long years, 
I was set free. You see, beauty should not be perceived on the outside. Sadly, it is. That is the truth and our nature. It's not right, nor is it wrong. However, beauty is subjective to each individual person. What I learned from Dove is that it's not about what's on the outside. It's about the mind. It's about our perceptions about beauty and about taking a second look to look within and not tie it with our self-confidence. I was a scared little girl picking herself apart in comparison to other girls around me, constantly comparing myself to another person. I wasn't allowing myself to bloom. I can lift up my friends any day, any time, but it's me who I also need to lift up in order to keep lifting up others. You are beautiful, so beautiful to me. I was holding onto a bottle of Makeup Forever HD foundation Sephora, debating if this would be the last time I'd buy foundation in a while. I know you think I am, but I'm not. We're so mean to ourselves, for no reason. Why? Kristen, please. I place the foundation back on the safe and head outside the store as you follow behind me. Leave me alone. I can't. Why? I'm seething at the mouth. I had made a tough decision as it is. You followed me all the way to the car, and inside you sat beside me waiting for me to speak first. What do you want from me? No answer. So you're going to be quiet now? Your beauty comes from a place where no one can see with their eyes. You have to understand that. I'm trying. I'm really trying. I don't want to be a slave or hide behind a layer of liquid. It's expensive, and my skin needs to rest. Then let it rest. You need rest. Yes. I need rest. We sat in silence for a moment until I began to feel salty tears run down my eyes. I'm sorry, it's just been a tough day. I'm really glad I don't have to wear this anymore. It feels good. I feel free. But you weren't there anymore. In a sense, I know you heard me, and you'd be back. Soon. Anxiety still has its hold on me. I can't escape its claws. Once it sets its eyes on you, it's impossible to shake. Well, well, here we are again. I'm still staring outside the window thinking about my past. It's the only thing that helps me forget the entire world exists. I don't know what to do. I don't know what road to take. I know you can't help me. You've caused all this madness. Anxiety laughs at me. It, slither it slithers its tail next to me, circling around my arms and drawing near to my ears. You're not going to find that new job, Kristen. You know that's not going to happen, and then you're going to have to go home. That's the last place I want it to be. The pride in me wouldn't let me go home without a fight. I have to be an adult. I'm not going to back down. Of course this is silly. Anxiety knows it has me in its clutches. At one point, I thought we were friends. I have to go. I'm not going to just sit here all day and lay in misery. I start my car and head toward the place I've been staying at for the last couple of days. It was interesting not having a home. Somehow, I felt surprisingly comfortable. Life has thrown some tough curves, curves at me. At one moment I felt like I'm lost at sea, and then there's another moment when I think I've figured it all out. When I get it all figured out, it crumbles to my feet. There is no way I can possibly control my life. There isn't a decision I can make that'll be the best decision. I've tried to carefully plan my life, but it doesn't work that way. I wish it did. The only thing I came out here to California to do was act and write. It's proven to be more difficult when you have to step up and be an adult and pay your bills. I'm not really sure what my next steps are, but I'm hoping 
In the very next chapters of my life, they'll be great. When I lay my head down for the night, I prayed that you would meet me where I was. Kristen, talk to me. There isn't much to say anymore. I'm tired. Nothing's going right, and I think something bad's about to happen. I need you to be strong. How many times are you going to tell me that? There are going to be changes coming, and I need to prepare you for them. I don't think I can face any more heartache. It's going to take its toll on me. No heartache. You're not going to do this alone. It feels like it. Maybe it wasn't the job for you, and maybe you need something greater. I haven't forgotten you. You say that, but I'm not sure if I believe you. Nothing's happening. Change your perception. Okay. I need peaceful sleep tonight. I also need a new job. It would be great to get that. You smiled at me, and deep down, I knew that you had the perfect job lined up for me. I couldn't see it just yet. I didn't believe you just yet. It's hard to believe something you can't always see. It's because we're not supposed to be looking with our eyes. To see the spirit, we have to look with our hearts. We have to feel it. That's what you taught me thus far. Tomorrow is a new day, and I'm looking forward to everything you bring me, whether it be the media stories, my life stories, or new video ideas I want to share with you. My life is constantly evolving, and... I desperately want to tell stories. Anxiety hides in the shadows, waiting for me to fall asleep. I don't want him to visit again. I want peace. I deserve peace. I know you're out there protecting me tonight. How is love affecting your life?